TA 1610 AM, Radio Voces Latinas y la Caravana de la Esperanza. Ciao, this is Mario Marasco. I am the host of La Bella Italia in Voce Latina for 12 years. I want to invite you to listen to the best of Italian music Monday to Friday from 10 to 11 p.m. and Sunday from 9 to 10 p.m. Auguri e buone feste da Mario Marasco, La Bella Italia, Voce Latina e buon anno a tutti. Thank you. Mr. B's Bounce. Tune in. CHHA 1610 AM. Fridays, 8 to 9 PM. Mr. B's Bounce. The show about everything. Listen in for all things TO. Music, current affairs, and talk. Miss Miss Mr. B's Bounce. We want to hear from you. Let's learn and share together. CHHA 1610 AM. Friday nights, 8 to 9 p.m. Welcome to, welcome to Mr. B's Bounce on CHHA 1610 AM. Thank you, as ever, for having me in your home, on your phone, on your radio, whatever works best for you. Happy Friday, everyone. It looks like we have settled into spring properly. More sun than rain, or at least 50-50, which is as it should be. I was listening to another radio station today, and they were lamenting the excess rain we've had and that it's pushing back farm and how they're learning to cope with the extra time that it's going to take to get uh, some of our local farming to harvest. I have little doubt that they will get it done, as this is something that we certainly here in North America have been doing for hundreds of years with all sorts of wacky weather, including excess rain. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It is nice that uh, spring has sprung and that we have some of our regular foods for us back closer to hand than having to get it in from elsewhere. Anyway. There I go off tangent again. This is the show about as much as possible. We're working our way towards everything. Mr. B's Bounce, just to give you a quick uh, bit of history, it was the bounce and is still very much the bounce in my step as I had to do whatever I could to keep up with my basketball playing friends. So for me, this show has been as much about adapting as possible, coping, if you will, learning to be flexible and enduring the challenges that come, as well as enjoying the wonderful moments that make up life. So it is really all about getting along, going along, what one needs to do, and the experiences that come as a result. So I try very much to make Mr. B's Bounce about 
what is shared with me either directly or indirectly in the world around me what I see on a day-to-day basis I as I've said before I'm that guy scribbling down notes here there and everywhere about what I see taking place uh, don't worry I keep names uh, protected for uh, your own <laughs> for your own sake so if you see me scribbling away on a bus I may tell the story, but uh, I won't say anything more than that. Nevertheless, tonight's episode, episode 99, hard to believe, but joyous nevertheless. We're going to talk a bit about parents and kids and parenting. I've called this one Spare the Rod. Too late parenting in the new age. First, though, a bit of current events as ever we like to look into current affairs to see what's going on in the world around us from as ever one person's perspective and what has caught my eye and ear this week from a federal level it's only a couple of weeks before the show is over in Ottawa and they take the summer off but of course they won't because this is an election year so expect the usual shenanigans that ensue during an election year the party in power will throw lots of your own money back at you and tell you how wonderful a job they're doing the oppositions will do their best to not have you too waylaid by what is going on from the party in power and will try and convince us all that they could do a better job if given the opportunity we shall see anyway we can talk a little bit more about that later this year hard to believe we have four more months and I say that slowly and deliberately because it's going to be I feel a dirge coming on. I feel some sort of, it's going to be a grind. If you're even remotely political and interested in politics on a federal level, I hope it won't be as painful as in years past, but I suspect it will be. Anyway, time to gird your loins and we'll get through us. And and in the end, we may actually get a chance to vote for somebody. How novel a concept will that be? Nevertheless. Um... The scandal seemed to have died down a little bit. I would say the one thing that has come up, and I mentioned this last week, and it's not, it's classic, it's boiling and potentially boiling over, and that is the use of the word genocide. They called it, with the missing, missing women and girls in report, ongoing genocide um, I, I talked a bit about it last week and I've looked at it and I hope you've had a chance to dig into it as well it is I dare say fundamental in terms of the relationships that we have as Canadian citizens on one level but it is also a very classic example of what the average one of us cannot do or do not get involved with and the relationship of Canada and my hands are up making quotes with the indigenous population 
Were decisions made years ago that were detrimental? Absolutely. Are decisions being made today as a reference that could very well be detrimental to the indigenous community? Without question. I, as uh, someone I can safely say outside of the indigenous population and the relationship between Canada and them, I've never understood the, a great percentage of what's going on between the two. It doesn't make sense to me. Bear in mind, I am Afro-Caribbean, as I've mentioned before as well, and so I come from a culture where we didn't have a say as to what island we were, were punted onto, most likely in chains, because we were all gobbled up from Africa to some extent, hustled off by one European group after another, deposited on various islands where, much like the those Europeans that landed here, just by dint of the breath that we had and the pores that we oozed, all the different things, we killed off a good percentage of the local community just because we had the poxes and the measles and the this and all these other diseases and ailments that were completely new and foreign to the local community, in this case the Carib nation. So I don't know what it's like to be indigenous and I understand to an extent how arduous it must be. We, by that, by we, the government of Canada, Canada itself as a nation, has taken on the responsibility of our indigenous population and yet as an outsider one thing I can safely say is we've done a piss poor job of it, and pardon my language, but it is something that upsets me greatly. I don't think potable water should be something you need to ask for. I don't think living on something other than a floodplain, and yes, I know a good chunk of Winnipeg still is that, is something that's unreasonable. I don't think working something else so that we can still access the natural resources that make up a good percentage of Canada, but do so in a way that takes into account local communities is unreasonable, and yet it is. But I dare say the term genocide concerns me greatly, and I've seen more than a few articles, and this is my own personal opinion as ever, I believe it it bears away from the questions that need to be asked, and I don't know if we're going to get around to that, and that's unfortunate. So, bottom line, it's still on fire in the media. It's still something that's being bantered about, the word itself. And I'm afraid that we're going to get further and further away from why that word was put in. Not, not so much why they chose that word. I think they have an issue with that. I think they've, they've glamorized, for lack of a better word, what the whole process was. Uh, and as a result, they've blinded us to what's really been going on and the hard questions that all stakeholders need to ask. Why are these women being targeted? Were they targeted? Why were they out there in the first place? What gave people the impression that they could do these harmful things to this particular group, segment of the population? And also what was going on internally that these women and girls found it 
their only option or a viable option to be out there to find themselves just a little more at risk of harm all these questions need to be asked and I fear in this massive report many of these questions will not be addressed or answered let's get back to the paperwork people as boring as it might seem and find out just what was discovered because part of it is going to be what the indigenous population thinks of themselves what their perception is because if we can determine that then at the very least we're closer to a viable solution if they're not thinking in terms of ways that are solvable then that's something we can address if they have some concrete ideas then that's something we can address let's move forward with it anyway much to talk about for this episode we're going to deal with a bit of parenting soon enough the only other thing I will say right now is quickly from the news front and I may talk about it after the break is um, we're going gun, gun crazy you've probably heard the stories from different parts both here in Canada and the United States where innocents uh, innocent people have been injured or killed as a result of gunplay and gunfire now some politicians are pushing for the notion of guns being banned entirely and that's already come up with one counselor here in Toronto we'll, we'll have a talk about that momentarily you're listening to Mr. B's Bounce on CHHA 1610 AM From CHHA 1610 AM Radio Voces Latinas. The Caravan of Hope continues to merge its journey to Latin America, giving solidarity to those in need. To make a donation and to find out how we make our solidarity a reality, visit caravanofhope.net. Caravan of Hope Global Aid working and helping others, today, tomorrow, and always. The San Lorenzo Church invites you to be a part of the Holy Mass at 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. every Sunday. 
located at 2981 Dufferin Street, one light south of Dufferin in Lawrence. Listen live to our afternoon mass at 1 p.m. through CHHA 1610 a.m. For confessions or pastoral meetings, call 416-782-2953. Hey folks, welcome back to Mr. B's Bounce on CHHA 1610 a.m. Before break, I was talking about gun violence, and two things come to mind, three if you wish, uh, come to mind. Several cities, starting with Ottawa, that had that shooting last Friday, are trying to come to grips with gun violence, which is, all things considered, quite low for a fairly civilized nation, as we are. But as with everything human nature, it's all a matter of perspective. So we're not looking to Chicago, which has a shooting a day or something crazy like that, and thinking, oh, wow, lucky us. Or at least we're not as bad as Chicago. It's too easy, certainly here in Toronto, to hear about gun violence, shootings, and think, from a political perspective what can we do about it and it's a fair question but the problem like with so many things with human nature and society is the interconnectivity who are the criminals are they professional criminals are they as is almost always the case idiots who think they can cheat the system, climb over a couple hundred people, and get the money? Are they ones that have been manipulated by other people to be the front men or women and think they're getting ahead but are only exposing themselves to greater harm as a result while the real money is tucked away safely in someone else's wallet or purse or safe? I think we need to answer some of those deeper questions if we are to get a better handle on crime in general and certainly gun violence, banning guns from being of all shapes and sizes and colors from being made or sold or allowed to enter Toronto is naive in the greatest uh, imagination of anyone this just in folks it's a safe bet that the greater percentage pick your number of gun violence and other things taking place assaults and the like robberies are taking place with illegal weapons this just in they're not breaking into uncle bob's gun cabinet and running off with his 3030 rifle and then using it to hold up an uber taxi cab or whatever foolish scenario comes to mind so it is almost it's symbolistic symbolic if you will i think that's what we're tending to see more and unfortunately it is hard to be seeming idle when something is taking place we want to be creatures of action i dig it but to ban something that's already banned six and seven different ways but not 
addressing why it's there in the first place, why somebody feels the need to pick it up and use it in a harmful way. That is what needs to be dealt with. I'm so sorry. And this is about as left of center as you'll ever see me and hear me. But that's what needs to be addressed first. Deal with that, and there's a chance you'll have a few less people who want to even pick up said gun. Never mind do harm to others with it. Anyhow, now once again, this is just me on a soapbox, but this is also many of the conversations that I have had personally, professionally, at work, at schools, other places. So this is very much what's been shared with me is the frustration that many of us average Joes, if you will, and Josephines, have with many of these decisions or suggestions being made by those that we put in charge of our lives to a certain extent. And I think that's where much of this disillusionment is coming from. We are feeling ourselves less and less trustworthy and confident, having confidence in those people that have been assigned to run various aspects of our lives. Our lives. I will be very surprised come October with the turnout, whether we rally a pile of people to vote because they don't like the current system, vote because they do like the current system, or we will have low voter turnout because of, frankly, many of us just holding our nose or choosing not to hold our nose and vote. So that's it. Anyway, enough of the heavy stuff. Let's get on to a couple of lighter things before we turn on briefly to our subject du jour and go Raptors go I am mildly disappointed but not too surprised that the boys weren't able to get it done here in T.O. you have to admit Golden State is an excellent team they are racked with superstars I still remember when Kevin Durant left I believe Milwaukee a few years ago to go to Golden State, which already had Stephen Curry, and you're kind of like, dude, really? But then, it's not hard to imagine. It was just basically Miami redux because of those days. Many of us from the um, Chris Bosh days remember when Miami blew up with stars from all over, Dwayne and Chris and others making Miami a powerhouse in an instant and uh, well they got rewarded for it so it does not surprise me that down three games to one Golden State was able to rally and even put a, a bent and uh, semi-shriveled and bandaged up Kevin Durant on the floor we did well I will give our boys full nod for actually not just kicking it in and uh, throwing in the towel but getting stuff done let us hope. I would just assume, frankly, that they win again. And I almost wonder if it's easier for them because from a mindset, the world is against you in this case, everyone in Golden State. the And probably the media and maybe even what's-his-face uh, NBA commissioner because a Canadian team winning when there's only one of us up here for crying out loud would be bad for business. Never mind that. 90% or whatever crazy percentage of the team are just fellow Americans. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. It would uh, not surprise me if the Raptors really bring their A game again that allowed them to win two games in Golden State. I think 
they will present themselves well. The stress of winning in front of your rabid fans will be off your shoulders. You can wear the underdog label. You can do all sorts of things to trick your mind into believing that now is your time. And I would be happy and would seriously consider driving to the airport to to welcome them back with NBA Finals trophy in hand. Anyhow, it will be fantastic. It's been a great voyage, nevertheless. I love some of the, the side stories, like Nick Nurse as the least um, thought of coach. Well-regarded. The cl- he's a classic one of these people that's been well-regarded by industry professionals. It's been a wonderful put-together of the entire team. They are so anti-Maple Leaf. It is mind-boggling, in many ways forgotten by the megacorp, and yet just putting together enough to make them viable, to make them fun to watch, to make them great to cheer. And what, what can I say? Mr. Leonard, should the opportunity present itself, we've already promised you pretty much free lodging and free food for as long as you're a member of the Raptors. <laughs> Probably for the rest of I think it's, I think these are lifetime obligations that some people are committing. So, sign up, boys. You, you got to be. It's it's if nothing else, where else can you would you be able to lay your hat and say I am revered beyond measure? So anyway, that's it. Go Raptors, go. I hope things, uh, I hope and hope and hope things work out well. If nothing else, to show Toronto as a winning city once again after many, many, many years. And to be able to have one in all the major one, um, all the major uh, sports. I mean, the Argos have done it. The Jays have done it. The Leafs, albeit 50 years ago, have done it. It's time for the Raptors, wouldn't you say? Back soon, Mr. B's Bounce on CHHA.
in your car, at home, at work, or wherever you tune in from. CHHA, 1610 AM, Radio Voces Latinas. Radio Voces Latinas. La Caravana de la Esperanza sigue recurriendo caminos para llevar más solidaridad. Haz tu donación. Visítanos en www.caravanofhope.net. Conoce la solidaridad hecha realidad. Caravanofhope.net. Hoy por ti, mañana por ti y siempre por ti. Caravan of Hope Global Aid. From Toronto, Canada, CHHA 1610 AM, the voice of our community, because we are a part of your daily life. Listen to us all around the world. Visit CHHA 1610 AM.ca for new content daily. Yeah. 
Hello, folks. Welcome back to Mr. B's Bounce on, on CHHA, 1610 AM. So, tonight's topic is spare the rod. Too late. Parenting in the new age. Now, I've used the new age as a term before amongst my near hundred shows because I do feel, and I don't doubt I'm the only one, but I do feel as though we've had a bit of a transformation in our society. And I would suspect that's just the way it is, period. Life is different when you're young. You adapt and adjust to the world as you get older within it and your responsibilities change and your opportunities develop and all the rest. And then you find yourself, as I do, looking back upon your years on the planet and wondering what just happened. And I can't think of anything more dramatic in terms of trying to understand, trying to, there's that word again, cope, adjust, and be flexible, you know, how it is Cafe B, than becoming a parent. And I don't mean becoming aware, as in a parent, because apparently a parent is and can be a tough job. Now, I a little backstory here for you. I was the guy who was a bit hmm, naive, optimistic, um, shall we say. Uh, I was that strange teenager who was perfectly prepared to have a family. I remember thinking I wanted essentially my own baseball team. That would be nine people if you were to look at the field of the Jays right now. And I would be a great dad and have all these wonderful kids and life would go on forever. Amen. Now, it does seem funny. I do enjoy telling that story because it's one thing to be a teenager and you haven't even settled on who you are as a person, but you, have a, you already have fairly strong ideas. And any of us who know teenagers, be they buddies or cousins or our own children, know that that is part and parcel to growing up in the world, is to have your own opinions and stick by them come uh, hell or high water. Nevertheless, I find myself decades later, the family essentially complete, a father of two, and my current joke is not so much what I was looking for back in the day, but what I am looking at today. And today I am gray-haired, not quite wizened, I don't look like Gandalf, but I do feel like it sometimes. Um, not the Lord of the Rings, that would be pretty cool, but I do feel like I've got uh, many more gray hairs and white hairs, because I went straight to white actually, than, uh, than black ones. Um, I do find it a challenge to keep up, and I do find most significantly, I really don't understand who those two creatures are sometimes. I think they're mine. My wife keeps claiming that they're mine, or ours, 
but aside from the odd facial recognition I'm not sure and that is one of the first elements about parenting is understanding and appreciating that sooner than you could possibly imagine these creatures are of their own they are influenced differently they have different stimuli they have different recognition the world is different to them than it was to us and I find that very hard to reconcile time and again um, one of the other things just as a personal note I grew up I'm an only child so one of the hardest things I've had to understand and appreciate and be flexible about is the interaction between two children on a day-by-day hour-by-hour moment-by-moment basis I find it so easy to just want to leap in and put my hands between the two and push them to either corner or what have you not so they can come rushing in again and fighting but just so they can cool down but I realize now that as they get older and dare I say more mature their interactions become more complex some things are pretty straightforward you want your kids to behave well period especially amongst each other so that they can look out for one another when they leave the house be it at school be it on the the courts be it on the in out in the yard be it elsewhere out in the grass you want them to behave well look out for each other and interact in such a way that other kids looking upon them won't feel that they can take advantage so that seems pretty straightforward but as I've said time and again the darn things didn't come with instructions from hospital even though I first I have been that guy sitting there in their crouch with my catcher's mitt waiting doing my best in there for both my boys and happy happily so fully supportive of my wife yes dear tell me whatever you need and get her done um, but it's been fascinating to understand and appreciate that they are different creatures than I am their influences are just so much different than I had um, and it starts with the world right is entirely the world around them um, there's more TV I'm old enough to remember when black and white was in it was in the corner and it came on two three times a day if you were lucky it's continuing now at school where I see the entire school setup and system is vastly different from the one I had where it would have been as I've said before with um, when we had our computer episode where it would have been just the large cray in the corner if you're really lucky but more than likely um, a Macintosh sitting on a desk likely the teachers over there in the corner to be looked at stared at um, idolized if you will while somebody tried to play pong now um, we've had kids obliged to bring their own tablets our school system isn't quite there yet we're just, yeah, as I said we're outside of Toronto so I don't know what the GTA's uh, school systems would be like but um, whether Toronto District School Board or Toronto 
uh, District Catholic School Board. I'd be curious to know the differences there, but our kids are obliged to be more savvy than they were at our age. And I wonder sometimes if that helps or hinders them in terms of adapting, because if we see it as adults, we know what it's like to zone out very quickly. If it's your phone or headphones on your head, your phone in your hand, now it's easier than ever for kids, and I feel it affects their ability to get along with one another. But these are some of the challenges of just uh, a handful of the challenges of being a parent. And it's fine. You Ultimately, there are more of us that recognize that there's the tremendous responsibility to be a parent, and we're okay with it. Maybe not all the time, and that's just human nature. That's just us as beings. We're not always cool with it. And if we're smart, that's when we step away, go get a beer, or have a shower, or something. And then maybe all three of us find a corner to stand in for a little while. And then we come back and we're at it again, because at the end of the day, they rely upon us. We have to be there for them. And this isn't just when they're kids. My kids are young. I know enough people at work and school and elsewhere in the neighborhood whose kids are adult-aged. We've seen enough articles and papers and on the news about millennials who would be in their mid to late 20s now who are in home still or back at home, the family home, because they weren't able to leap off and fly their wings as much as they could have. So parenting at the end of the day does not stop. And interestingly enough, my family, between cousins and myself, our parents are starting to get older, old enough now that they need tending to. So in a sense, we've become parents again, and our kids are those elders in our society, in our community, that are having their own second childhood, if you will. So it's... The challenges, the rewards, the struggles, the motivations, and the obligations of being a parent, and in my case being a dad, um, are vast. It's never-ending. It's a constant learning experience. Um, you struggle sometimes, but then I like to think about celebrating the good things. My kids are old enough now that I can thank them for whatever they do in their own best interests so that they're not always hearing about being chastised for not doing something. They recognize and learn to appreciate that if there's something good happening that they have brought about, be it cleaning up, eating, dressing, whatever, they get the nod from us. And that I find is very hard too. It's it's difficult sometimes, and I'm not, I, again, I speak for myself, but it's difficult to be on my game all the time and recognize, oh, here's a moment to do whatever, sit down and read with my kid, or challenge them for what they're learning, or thank them for doing something nice to one another, or um, reach out and just give them a hug to let them know that they're loved. It's fascinating and you never would have appreciated just how much our kids rely upon us how much of our time they take up as they should 
you look at other creatures on the on the planet, and it's very easy to think, oh, yep, right, poked its head out of its egg, all right, shake off that, <laughs> shake off the shell, give you ten minutes, feed your worm, and then punt out the, out the nest you go, or... You can hang out with the rest of the pride for a while. We'll we'll teach you how to bring down your own gazelle, and then oh, you're a male. Out you go, because there's only room for one uh, alpha male in this uh, in this family. It's interesting to see parenting across the spectrum, across the the globe, and reference it to our own version as adults. Is it? A cause celebre or a noble or is it a group activity I find that to me is the one um, one of the major elements of parenting and I'd be curious to know what you have to say about that as well mr. B's bounce at gmail dot com you are listening to CHHA 1610 AM Radio Voces Latinas Located at 22 Wenderley Drive, Toronto, Ontario, M6B 289. Contact 416-785-0680. Website www.sanlorenzo.ca CHHA 1610AM, lo studio centrale, la sede al 22 Wanderley Drive in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, posto al code EM6B2N9. Radio Voce Latina, la prima stazione etnica della comunità, una stazione radio in Canada. E la stazione radio Voce Latina è San Lorenzo Latin American Community Center e il numero telefonico è 416-782-2953 e c'è anche l'email info chiocciolavocelatina.ca. Radio Voces Latinas. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at CHHA 1610 AM. Cha 1610 AM radio is now 24 hours on the air. CHHA. Listen to more Latin voices and be with us during late nights. Late nights. Late Call night. us to play your favorite tunes or leave us a message at CHHA Feel your intention 
get to my middle But fall back to your riddle You're flashing all that money But you ain't gonna taste my honey What you got I ain't looking for I'm never gonna buy What you're selling me Where's the chemistry The lies you be telling me Just to get with me Could you respect me Give it a try Rise up with the tide Show me you can walk the mile Cause like the sun in the morning I am rising high
Just help each other. Just help each other. following program do not necessarily reflect the policy and guidelines of the radio station, but are their personal statements. You are listening to CHHA 1610 AM, Radio Voces Latinas, Canada's first ethnic and community radio station, owned and operated by San Lorenzo Latin American Community Center. Central studios are located at 22 Wenderley Drive in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Postal code is M6B2N9. Telephone number is 416-782-2953. CHHA Radio Voces Latinas surcando los cielos de Canadá y sembrando un mensaje de esperanza y alegría a todos nuestros hermanos latinos tu contacto www.sanlorenzo.ca Ciao, this is Mario Marasco. I am the host of La Bella Italia in Voce Latina for 12 years. I want to invite you to listen to the best of Italian music Monday to Friday from 10 to 11 p.m. and Sunday from 9 to 10 p.m. Auguri e buone feste da Mario Marasco, La Bella Italia, Voce Latina e buon anno a tutti. Thank you. Anúnciate en CHHA 1610 AM. Llama, llama a nuestro departamento de ventas 416-782-2953 y conoce nuestros paquetes publicitarios para anunciarte en la voz de la comunidad. Llámanos 416-782-2953. 